welcome to a new episode of Between You and Me, the Rewind Edition. I am Jessica Morris, your host and a member of the Jesus Wired team. And I'm really excited to give you this new surprise, this extra episode in the week that drops as a special behind the scenes of the Between You and Me episode that you got on Friday, where we talk to one of our favorite Christian musicians or musicians with a faith about the stuff that hurts and heals and changes us. What is Rewind, you ask? Well, that's a very good question. Every time I record an interview, I generally have some extra content left over. I try and keep the podcast episode in like an hour max, but sometimes there's extra stuff on the end that I just can't fit anywhere. It's no less valuable, but sometimes I just can't get across a story that I would like to communicate by putting it in there. So I thought the solution, so that you guys don't miss out on anything, was to create a Rewind podcast. Think of it like, I don't know, the cousin to the Between You and Me or something like that. It's a little bit more personable. You'll get a little, actually, a lot more laughter. Let's be honest. I've already edited some of this stuff and I laugh so much, but it's, it's fun. I think you guys will really enjoy it. So the idea of Rewind is that we go literally behind the scenes of the previous episode. Today's episode is a rewind of our interview with Sleeping at Last, the first episode of season two. Now, my chat with Ryan was so much fun. And I know that I say that in all the episodes, but I feel like we really clicked and he was so personable. Maybe it's because he's a type nine on the Enneagram and he just wants to please people and I just want to please people because I'm a six. I don't know. But in any case, he was a really cool guy, super easy to chat to. Often when I do these interviews, we actually don't have a video link, so we can't see each other. But it wasn't actually awkward, which was great. Sometimes it's super awkward and you're trying to sort of like figure out how to start a conversation. With Ryan, it was just like, yeah, whatever. Like we just laughed and started and he was cool. Now, the behind the scenes that I have for you today is a little bit of our conversation about the Enneagram series that Ryan does. If you listened to the previous episode, you would know that the Enneagram is a personality theory that Ryan has decided to create music about. So there are nine types of personalities in this theory, type one to type nine, pretty standard, uh, and each has its sort of own defining name or goal or uh, something that happened in childhood to form it. Now, there are tons of different ideas and nuances as part of the Enneagram. So like I said in the podcast, if you're interested, definitely check it out. I actually think it's a lot of fun. I probably geek out about it too much because I'm a six. In any case, when I was chatting to Ryan, he just happened to mention that making music and being in creation was like church to him. Now, of course, being a podcast sort of that goes and digs into the deeper stuff, I pounced on that and was like, please tell me, tell me what church means to you. People have such different ideas of it. uh, And so many of us have redefined church and spirituality in our own lives. When Ryan told me that he experiences God through the environment, I was really excited because I did the same thing. Now as a six, which is on the Enneagram, a type six is like a loyalist and a snick. I am right in the middle of the head center. So there's head, heart and gut. And when it comes to like head stuff, I live in my head. So it's really hard for me to get out of it. The only place I find stillness and silence with God is when I'm outside looking at the stars. I mentioned this to Ryan and it was cool because he said the same thing. That's how he experiences God. And because he's studied every type in the Enneagram and researched them, talked to his friends who were different types, he immediately understood that as a six That's what I needed to experience God. I really appreciated the fact that as a nine, he got it. 
that meant a lot to me. So here's a little snippet of my conversation with Ryan where we realized that we both communicated with God in a very similar way. That's probably not the right way of explaining any of that. No, (laughs) no, I love that answer. I love it because I I wouldn't have thought of it, but in, in... in some capacity, knowing that we have different stories, I also really appreciate it because I hear God most clearly when I'm outside at night and I can see the stars. Oh, I love um, that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, in that capacity, I get it and really respect it <laughs> totally. I almost feel like the less the, the less um, the less noise there is. I mean, even if with that example, you're out there at night and everything is quiet and you're you're looking up at something very far away. Like I feel like that that that's maybe maybe clearing out some of the noises what helps us hear a little better oh yeah definitely especially when i'm in my head so much it's yeah for some reason focusing on things that are so far away and so much bigger than me yeah. really helped just to just oh my to gosh and that totally makes sense with the type 6 um but it also <laughs> I, I had this realization as i was learning about myself <laughs> that <laughs> um i so i've always been obsessed with movies and and tv so i just love them and i always kind of just assign that once i learned about the enneagram i'm like oh that's just me avoiding life <laughs> <I'm just laughs> And I think it's more than that. I think what it is, is it's, I get to sit down and I get to like, just going to a movie, you get to sit down and you observe in a way that um, even if there's conflict on the screen, even if it's a, you know, a, an intense story, nothing that I do is going to affect it in a positive or negative way. So I get to completely like the stakes like are so low. <laughs> there's yes. no, there's no risk of problem. Um, when I go see a movie, you know, and I, there's something, there's something that feels like a, like a rest for me. And, uh, so I don't know what to do with that yet, but, um, I, I at least can see it a little clearly like why, cause my, my wife and I will talk about this every once in a while. We, we try to give each other space to have, have like to go like hey if you're doing uh, like how are you doing and if 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 uh if if you need something to like help you feel better like look for you know wellness things like for her it's yoga and going out to write and she has a very clear path of like things that she can do that definitely like refill her and um kind of charge her batteries and whenever she asks me that i i never have an answer <laughs> like i'm just like um I think I'm just going to watch TV. Uh, I think that that's what I want to do. And I think that that's, that is why that's like the clearest thing for me is just uh, being able to sit and have zero effect on something (laughs) for a couple hours feels amazing. Oh yeah. I get that too. (laughs) To a fault, I'm sure. (laughs) But maybe for the type six, seeing stars and like, uh, like looking up at the night sky, like the, everything you might worry about and everything you might be stressed out about, like it kind of melts away the, the, the more miles. (laughs) Yes. So true. It's like, it's, it's, it's like the world's not going to end. The stars are still there. We're okay. Still there. Everything's fine. (laughs) (laughs) And if something were to happen to those stars, it would take so many years to get to us. (laughs) I wouldn't know about it. So why worry about it really? It It doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Ryan's just a really cool guy. I really appreciated that he was able to laugh with me and that he also binges Netflix, you know, all those things. Plus he sort of kept inserting little stories about his family in our conversation And that's one of my favorite thing in interviews. I love when people feel comfortable enough that they can let their guard down and talk about their family. 
Now, of course, I completely understand and appreciate it when artists and people in the spotlight want to keep that close and not share too much details. But when they do, when they sort of let us into the little bits of their lives, uh, like also in the episode before where Ryan mentioned, you know, like drawing with his girls and stuff like that. For me, it just reminds me that people are people and some of us make music and some of us listen to the music and some of us are in the spotlight and some of us are on Budweiser commercials and some of us cut podcasts and, you know, we all just do different things, but we're all really the same in the end and we all need the same love and affirmation and we all need to look at the stars at night and need time to like just tune out and that just makes me really happy and reminds me why I do what I do. Now that's all that I have for the behind the scenes footage of my Sleeping at Last interview because I crammed a whole stack into the actual episode. I promise there will be other rewind episodes where I actually have like more selective bits of conversations. I already have some being put together that will be longer than this. But I do want to tell you about the other aspect of rewind aside from, you know, the behind the scenes conversations. A lot of you guys know how much I love put together playlists. And for every episode, I have a lot of fun picking songs and curating songs that seem to match the story of the artist we're talking to or the theme of the episode. Now, sometimes that's limited depending on the songs that the artist sends me or licensing and things like that. But the awesome thing with this episode with Sleeping At Last was that he gave me free reign to use any of his songs from Atlas Year 2. So I had like 12, 15 songs, something like that, to go through and sort of figure out what really fits with this portion of the conversation, what does it make me feel and how can I best communicate it. So... What I'll do in every Rewind episode is actually go song by song through the playlist I've chosen and tell you why I chose it. If you're a music nerd like me, hopefully this will make you really happy. So we'll start with the first track on the Sleeping At Last episode, which was Eight. I remember the minute Was like a switch was flipped Was just a kid who grew up strong enough to pick this armor up and suddenly it fit God, that was so long ago, long ago, long ago I was little, I was weak and perfectly naive And I grew up too quick Now you won't see all that I have to lose And all I'm I won't let you in I swore never again I can't afford No, I refuse to be rejected I chose 8 to be the first track on the Sleeping at Last episode because it's legitimately his most recent release aside from the Mission Complete track that he released on SoundCloud recently it's his latest release on Atlas E2 and his latest release on the Enneagram series, which a lot of people know him for. Now, aside from that, I actually chose eight because I know the least amount about type eights on the Enneagram. And I actually felt like this song helped me to understand them better. Now, as a more phobic than counterphobic type six, I tried to avoid conflict. Uh, I take things very cautiously and I find that eights are really, they're 
all in. They're full on and they, they're called the challenges and they're called the challenges for good reason. They make stuff happen. When they are healthy, they are phenomenal world changers. And it's only been in the last few months of actually doing this podcast that I've realized how many influencers in the music industry, nonprofit world are eights. And there's a reason so many of them are CEOs and founders of PR companies. It's because they dream big and they are going to get crap done and they're going to get it done well because they believe in a mission and a vision and they will do it. This song reminded me of that. It reminded me that eight aren't just abrasive. They have different sides to them. They're also tender. They're also passionate. It's something that does well for me as a six who tends to try and hide away from conflict if I'm not in a healthy spot. So I really appreciated it. I also love how it just starts and stops immediately. It just felt like such an eight thing to me, such a like all in, let's not even tiptoe around it. Let's just get stuff done. I love that. That and the fact that there's like a brass section in there. Oh man, like I'm a sucker for stuff like that. It's just so good. Then mix it with the nuance and like the sweetness of Ryan's voice in the chorus. And somehow you just have this really cool, it's not even a struggle, but this complex narrative of of tension and power and strength and vulnerability and delicateness that is in all of us, but is really, really juxtaposed by type eights. I love that. Now, the second song that I put on the playlist for this episode is Life. There is so much to tell you. There is so much to see. We will show you the oceans and everything in between. What a privilege to love you, to teach you all that we know, to watch you build a collection of dreams. is the second track on Ryan's Atlas Year 2 series and it's just stunning. So he split up his Atlas Year 2 into different segments. We have Life which is tracks 1 to 4, Senses which is tracks 5 to 9, The Emotions which is 10 to 13, Intelligence which is 14 to 16 and then The Enneagram which is what we're getting right now which is track 17 to 25. I chose Life because I felt like it was a good encompassing track for the episode and to sort of encapsulate what Ryan was about and what he was doing as sleeping at last. When I listen to Life, I think about it from the perspective of someone who is a parent and then I think about it from the perspective of someone maybe like who is God, who has just created the universe and has just created man and woman, I should say, and is just falling in love with them and delighting in them. 
you know when you see a baby for the first time and they're just perfect and they're so so delicate but they're also there's something so miraculous about them like they are here they have survived that creation process and and they will grow and thrive despite everything the world throws at them life seems to encapsulate that for me and that's why i want to share it with you track three on the playlist is sorrow where there's light a shadow appears the cause and effect when life interferes the same applies to goodness and grief for in our great sorrow we learn what joy means as i was talking to ryan i was really surprised that he chose to open up so quickly about his struggle with writing the song for nine because it was his own personality type he talked about the idea of finding redemption for each type and the struggles that we all face and spoke about how it was hard to find that in his own story. I think a lot of us can understand that. I know for me it's a lot easier to champion other people than champion myself, to recognise the good and redeeming qualities in other people, whereas it's a lot easier for me to dwell on my past mistakes or the struggles or inadequacies that I'm living in at the moment. There's something really beautiful about honesty and something really beautiful about the fact that we're wrestling and Ryan's wrestling with trying to find redemption and I actually think that maybe that wrestle is the redemption that maybe for me as someone who believes in God that's actually where God finds us like how Jacob wrestled with God before he entered into the promised land and the man was named Israel I think a lot of the time in the church we tend to sort of pass over the struggle and we're like you lack faith or you must have done something wrong or you know press through god will make a way yeah god will make a way but in my own life and maybe we'll find out when ryan releases a song for nine so much of the transformation and the miracle you're waiting for actually seems to happen and is forged in the wrestle and in the struggle and in the parts and the days where the dark seems to cloud out the light is beautiful because it recognises the fact that we can't have light without darkness. It's just the nature of the world that we live in. And if we know the darkness, then we can truly know joy. That's no easy thing. You can't just say, oh, it's okay, things will pass. Your depression will pass. Life will pass. What you were going through will pass. You'll be joyous again. No, that's just a really Christian cliche way of saying get over it and pray and we all know that that doesn't help yeah prayer is powerful but if it's not filled with empathy and you're not actually reaching out to the person and you're not actually getting the help you need then what is the power of us being the body of Christ if that's what you believe you are if we're actually not acting it out or actually giving that to people in conversation sorrow seems to carry that really well it carries the fact that life sucks sometimes pain sucks but God also felt that pain and he carried it no this isn't an overtly Christian song by any means and that's one of the my favorite things about sleeping at last is that his songs aren't 
quote unquote spiritual or Christian. They just are. They're a reflection of who he is. And because of that, I can find my own meaning in it. For me, that meaning is about life and pain and hope, all things that I've found in God in my own journey. That's why I want to share sorrow with you. I don't think many artists, no, this isn't true. There are definitely artists who struggle with that and who express that. But I think in the Christian music industry, we tend to shy away from it a bit more because we're expected to have it all together or to maintain an image or because we might be shunned or perhaps people would lose sales if they were honest. I love the fact that people like Ryan and so many artists that we've talked to and so many that we haven't had a chance to yet are being brave enough to open up about the stuff that really hurts. And it's not just an easy solution like, just pray, it'll go away. No, God is still here. He's still with us in the wrestle. But it's okay to have the tension. That's life. Sometimes it sucks and it's okay. Okay, track four his daughter. This is your kingdom, this is your crown, this is your story. This is your moment, don't look down. start of that that are like full of fantasy and life and hope oh I love that it makes me think of when I was a little girl and I'd dress up like as a fairy in a little tilt skirt and I just I'd dance around and I would play around with my sister and we just like create games out of nothing I think that may have been what Ryan was going for here in any case if you can't already tell I love this song and I decided to place it after Ryan talked about making time to be with his daughters and to be with his kids and to stop and pause and be like, okay, I'll colour with you for five minutes and then go back to work. I really liked that he was honest about that. I'm not a parent yet, but I can appreciate it's not easy balancing a career with being a parent. How do you do that, especially when you work from home? The fact that he's using his art to sort of create songs for his daughters. Oh man, like I love that. That stuff is just it's just full of life and hope. And that's why I included this song. It's pretty self-explanatory, but it's, it's beautiful. All right. The next track on the episode is Six. I want to believe. No, I choose to believe. That I was made to become a sanctuary.
definitely included this track because it's a personal favorite and because I'm biased I'm a type six this song was about type sixes I heard it and when it first came out and I just love it I once asked a friend what the song of her soul would be and you know I think this might be mine it's up there with your love is strong by John Foreman and death in reverse by John McMillan if you know sixes, this sort of has the whole like awkwardness of I really want to be brave and do things and create something new and visionary, but man, I'm I'm so scared. Like and, and I have all these doubts and and it's the same for me. No matter what I do in my life, personal or professional, I can do it and then I'll have all these doubts about it. And everyone has that, but with the sixes, because we're so much in our headspace, we can tend to live there. And it means that we doubt ourselves and we doubt our intuition. The idea that someone just says it will be okay, even though that's simple, and maybe it's too simple for this life, I just need to know that. Sixes literally just need to know that. I need to know that, like in the earlier conversation I had with Ryan, you know what, we're going to be okay. The stars, they won't explode. And if they do explode, it'll take a long time for it to get here. We have some time. We're going to be okay. Trust me, as a six, that's very, very comforting. And the last song that we have for this episode is seven. How nice it would be If we could try everything I'm serious, let's make a list and just begin What about danger? So what, what about risk? Let's climb this mountain before we cross that bridge Cause I'm restless, I'm restless the episode with an upbeat song and when I was searching through and I landed on seven I realized that really if I really wanted a guaranteed happy cool song seven was the way to go because type sevens on the Enneagram are just characteristically adventurous and fun and outgoing and they will just dive into life head first and be spontaneous and do all the cool things <laughs> hence why I chose seven now aside from that I actually love the sound of this song. It reminds me of The Wonderlands, the series that John Foreman did a few years back. And then I actually found out that John Foreman sings some backing vocals uh, because Ryan gets his friends, who are the same personality type as the song, to actually perform with him. So apparently John Foreman is a type 7. Who knew? Apparently Ryan did. Um, so super cool song and I just love it. So much fun. And that's what you sort of want to close an episode with. Especially after going into so much deep stuff, you really just want something fun and light to be able to take a deep breath out and go, I can enjoy the rest of the day now. Okay, so that is it for the first Rewind of Season 2. 
I hope you enjoyed it, that it was just something different to spice up your week uh, and just give you a bit of behind the scenes. As always, please remember that you can subscribe now to Between You and Me. Literally just look up Between You and Me podcast. We are on iTunes and Spotify and Stitcher. You can also find us on Instagram at Between You Me Pod. Or if it's easier, you can literally just visit our website at betweenyouandmepod.com. That has links to all our socials, all our past episodes. We're revamping it a little bit at the moment because, you know, we're in season two and that's fun. So please feel free to check it out. Now, I've heard other people say this, but it's true. Sharing is caring and we are so grateful for your support. And if you think someone would resonate with the podcast, someone who was a fan of the Enneagram or Sleeping at Last, please send them a copy of this episode. Uh, Recommend our podcast to them. We would really appreciate it. It really helps. Thanks to you guys, we had a great season one and we would love to reach even more people in season two and really spread these interviews and conversations further. As always, I am your host, Jessica Morris. If you'd like to connect with me, please feel free to visit me on Instagram at jessicamorris47. Random numbers, but four and seven are my favorite numbers. So, you know, together it works. There you go. In any case, I will see you guys this Friday. We have an incredible guest. I'm talking like Christian music royalty here, okay? If you want to go back to the late 80s, 90s, think about what amazing Christian female artists dominated the charts. Think about who made it cool to be pop and Christian and who was on TV. And I can't give you any more clues without saying their name, but I promise you it's going to be epic. So guys... Uh, please hit subscribe and you will get the next episode as soon as it lands Friday. I will see you then.